Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer. From the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States. Over to you, boys. What's good, everybody? Uh, Guys, Beer Sports Season 3 opener. Sean and Brad back with our special guest, Jeremy Hawks. So we're going to get into some stuff today uh first of all sean how are you jeremy good morning morning thank you i'm great man i'm so happy that jeremy's here uh i'm so happy we're kicking off season three football's around the corner this is great football's great going that's how terrible it is for me i've I've got it bad i'm watching preseason games (laughs) hey cfl's cfl's in full swing boys yeah i'd watch that too if there wasn't real football on but Normally, so like, I, normally I do that in July. I watch CFL because that's when it's going, but they were a little right. late. Here, so, yeah, the no preseason either. They just jumped right into it. Eh? It was like crazy. That's gotta be a terrible product. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going. We're going. The wife and I, Joanna and I, we're going over to the uh, season opener of the Argos there. So this is already week three of the CFL's campaign. So, so uh, Argos aren't doing so well. They're already switching the quarterback. <laughs> wow. So we're gonna see what happens. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting pretty excited here too. Uh, Brown's first preseason opener went pretty well, and they have some um, co-practice with the Giants this week too. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, there seems yeah. to be a lot of fights in those co-practices, right? Mm-hmm. Like we see right. a couple. I don't know if you saw the video from yesterday, but those guys were like. For real boxing, like took yeah. the pads and helmets off, and they were like squared up and going. It oh was, my gosh! Yeah, I love it. It's crazy. What? There's a lot of hype about your Cleveland Browns, there, Jeremy. Yeah, John, yeah, yeah. Quite I saw, bit. I saw Baker Mayfield there taking the troops there at one of the practices. There was a bunch of troops that were there watching, and I thought that that was a really classy thing for him to do. Uh, and. I mean, Cleveland looks good. And Joku now, what, what's is that what you were thinking about there as well, Brad? But then Joku talking about signing for another year coming up? Or? Well, I mean, just that I, I think their offensive line is maybe the best in football, which is mildly surprising. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, think, uh, right, right. Yeah. I mean, right. Pro football focus, I think, has got them up there. And, uh, I was yeah. just reading on ESPN this morning, too, that they're ranked, I think, as, as the best position group uh, in football for offensive mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Their defense looks to be. You know, stellar as has been. Right. Better than, you know, guys back in groceries. Yeah. Baker's back, right? I mean, looks looks like like an Oklahoma Baker version, which is, you know, probably scary for the rest of the AFC. I mean, interesting to watch. It's, you know. Well, I think when when they grabbed up OBJ and they made a couple of those trades there, they ended up giving up quite a few defensive players in order to become more offensively sound. So the fact that they've picked up a few off of the draft, which, I mean, honestly, this has had to have been great for Cleveland to go into this year's draft and not worrying about, we need a quarterback. We need, you know what I mean? Like drafting. Well, for the first time in a long time, there was a handful of teams that were actually drafting best player available. Right. right? Exactly. When you're at that spot in your, like in your organization, you're already winning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you're not getting... The fifth, the fifth, the uh, the fifth best player on a team or on the draft board, right? Like, right. You can just draft what you want, awesome. right? Yeah, I mean, and it pays off too because you look at guys like 
uh, Josh Rosen was released this week and he was what top five or whatever. Yeah, for sure. You just uh, reach, yeah. you reach thinking you need these quarterbacks and that's uh, hard to yeah. believe. That's hard to believe he was top five. Eh? Yeah. Now. He's, he was on his third, he's on his third team mm-hmm. or he yeah. just came off his third fourth. team. He's going to yeah. go to his fourth team now. If right. he, if he lands somewhere, which I'm sure someone, you know, right. right. I wanted to get, I wanted to get your thoughts about Tim Tebow being released. Like last season, we talked about how he needed how many games, Brad, he needed in order to get a pension. Three games. Three, three games. games. Uh, I still think they did him dirty that way because it's just like yeah, one preseason kind of game. Just keep the guy in pads. I don't know. Well, I mean, uh, I mean yeah. I, yeah, I don't want to step on you, but like uh, you got so many guys that are probably more talented, younger, trying to make the team and they deserve a more of a shot. I'll give it that. But the hardest part is he's such a good dude he seems like to be so squeaky clean that you want him to do well but it was like a fantasy camp for him you know he's 34 or whatever it was a fantasy camp yeah oh look i got a visitor hold on (laughs) i was gonna get brad's uh take on that too but yeah but i i i I hear what you're saying i mean jacksonville wants to be as competitive as they can considering the, the past little bit they haven't been Urban Myers might love the guy, but he's got to do what's best for that football club at the end, I guess. So, yeah, yeah, that was kind of my spot too. Was I think you know maybe there was some locker room chatter about Urban playing favorites, and you know maybe that wasn't. Um, Urban was in a tough spot. If it had been a year two or three, and he already had some juice in that locker room, then the Tim Tebow experiment probably goes a little longer. But first year, you know, that's just, yeah, trying to yeah, get that's some a from the veterans. You know, maybe wasn't getting it if Tim wasn't, you know, if he was the fifth best player out there. Yeah. He wasn't going to make it. And to Jeremy's point, there's snaps and, and, you know, roster sizes matter. You can only have so many rosters in in camp. And so if you have a need somewhere else, which Jacksonville probably does, you can't hold a body just to hold a body. Is it true that the extended roster sizes in the NFL uh, that was last year, I think, for COVID, right? That was last year, and they kept it – like, they did it for COVID last year, but now they've extended it through this year, right? I, I don't think it was a lot, though. I don't think yeah, it was, it's like, only a, a massive – Yeah. It's only yeah. a yeah. And they already had, like, three or four tight ends on their roster. Yeah. 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 That's true. Uh, yeah. I think they expanded their practice squad and then how many you could have eligible on game day, but I don't think that it was – you know, the roster size itself wasn't significantly larger. I mean, the cut down, we're still going to see the cut downs are later, which yeah. is helpful. But everyone's going to have to get, still get down to a 53 man roster by mm-hmm. the end of August. That's a hard, that's a hard thing to do. When you think well, if you're about 85, you know, and you're the fourth yeah. or tight end, no one's keeping that many tight ends, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, four is a but, lot in this day and age. Hey, CFL, we got some players coming, boys. <laughs> coming where? <laughs> the CFL. <laughs> oh, you got some players coming to the CFL? Yeah, <laughs> all these cuts. Yeah. The CF, yeah, the CFL was smart. They would just they would start their training camp after all the cuts happened. Yeah, that's them. true. They just start camp in September. They could round their mm-hmm. roster out. Man, I don't know. I'm just happy football's back. Um, it Are means you that your boy Mitchie's going to take Josh Allen's job tonight when he starts in the preseason game. You're or? you're so high. You're so high. <laughs> if Mitch Trubisky, if I was worried about Mitch Trubisky 
knowing how to break a huddle, then maybe I might be worried that he might be able to take <laughs> Josh Allen's job. But uh, just I don't know. He can't take a snap from under center, but he can break a huddle. <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to Buffalo this year. I, I still think they're one of the favorites. And with that experience going into last season, I don't know. I mean, sky's the limit for them, honestly. Uh, KC is the one right now with all the, you know, with uh, all the, the money problems. you you got yeah. so many things to work out. I mean, I understand that uh, Pat Mahomes ended up redoing his deal so he could try to keep more of that talent on there, which is actually really speaks a lot to him, you know. Maybe he's learning something from Tom. Yeah, still a lot of money but, in the first place. It's gigantic. It's gigantic. Um, it's a I, that, yeah, I heard a good question on the Chiefs. Is do you think that the Bucks showed like a, a little bit of a br- blueprint on how to beat them? Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Yeah, but also you have they to also didn't do it, but they showed you how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. But Kansas also didn't have their top guard out there as well. He was out there. They didn't there. have either of those starting tackles. No, they yeah. were both out. And they didn't bring yeah, them one of them either, did they? No. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, one of them was there during the pandemic in Montreal. That's the, the guard, right? He was short. Yeah. Season, but they lost That's both right. tackles going into Super Bowl week. Going into it, eh? Yeah, they lost one in the AFC Championship, and then they lost one during yeah. workout, I think. Or somewhere in that timeline, right? They, just, they went in not having either starting tackle. That's crazy. Which will mess with you. I mean, it's not, yeah. not great, but that's crazy. Everyone comes back on, you know, and they didn't. Re- I think they didn't resign either of those tackles. I think the guard came back, is back this year, but he's not. Uh, I forget what his name is. It's the, it's the, hyphen, it's, the hyphenated guy. Oh, okay. It's not yeah, yeah. No, no. Swartz ended up going somewhere else. He was one of the ones that left, and then the other one was that big tackle. I want to say out of. Uh, I think he came out of Michigan, or it was Eric Fisher was the other one. And I don't know that he signed anywhere, but because I think he's still dealing with that ACL. But Schwartz had an Achilles injury, and I think he's back. And I want to – he's somewhere uh, out of division. But they'll be interesting to watch, you know. There's a lot of chatter. I think the same thing holds true for Buffalo, right? There's The Super Bowl hangover is real, right? We've seen the losers mm-hmm. of the Super Bowl not do well, you know, yeah. for a decade, right? Um you get all that publicity, even being a Super Bowl loser. It's hard to turn that around Absolutely. sometimes. So, yeah, Brad, I, I keep messing up his name. He is an actual doctor as well. So he studied at, uh, he studied at uh, McGill in order to finish that. It's Laura, Laurent Duvernay Tardif. That's, yeah, the, that's why we need you yeah. to say it, because he's friendly. He's yeah. Friendly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, it'd be great if he's back, because he is, he is a great guard. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not cheering for Kansas this year. I still want Buffalo in order to rock it. There. First of all, it's Kansas mm-hmm. City. You should get it correct. It's not, it's not even in the state of Kansas. You know that? <laughs> it's in Missouri? There's only, yeah, there's only one pro sports team in Kansas proper, and it's their major league soccer team, which is hilarious because I don't think – Really? The Royals? The Royals are Missouri team as well? Everyone, yeah, mm-hmm. all, of them are in, wow. um, all of them are in Missouri. <laughs> yeah. Why does America have to mess with us Canadians like, you know – I'm there thinking Kansas, Kansas City. It's like, man, it's Kansas. Well, I mean, it is, right? Just like all the teams are located on, like the city splits the two states. Right. The state border runs right down the center or, you know, somewhere in the city, right? And all the sports teams reside on the Missouri side. 
So too much. This is too much. You're, you're gonna, gonna have blow to know my mind. Things, you're gonna have yeah, to you're moving. Now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to help you. So you're gonna be a Browns fan too? I know you're lightweight one. No, no. I, Browns are always gonna be there, Jeremy. They're always gonna be there. Browns will always be Sean's mistress. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's uh, it's let's say AFC championship and you get yeah. to go and it's Browns Bills. What yeah. are you wearing? He's going to have a custom-made jersey. It's half and half, and he's going to get beat yeah. up in the hallway. Because <laughs> they will be crazy. Like, yeah. Browns fans are nuts. Yeah. yeah, they are. They are. But, I mean, so is the Bills Mafia as well if you're in, in – uh... Yeah, but they're so nice. They're paying for people's yeah. tickets. And... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Browns fans would Donating to charity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not. Oh, my gosh. You know what I'll, all I'm thinking, though, is Brad has been dogging me all summer about how – Buffalo could end up as the Austin Bills because the team is trying to strong arm the city in order to yeah, get another. That. Yeah, I think the city's going to fold. Yeah, and end up getting giving it to them. I really do. Yeah, like I don't you think really Buffalo. Hope, you really hope that's going to happen. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a little unfair too of the Bills to do that to the city though. Yeah, it is. I mean that's that's Cleveland Browns nineteen ninety five or whatever where it's like. Oh, we're not going anywhere. Don't worry about it. And it's like, oh, we need money. So we might go somewhere. Yeah. It's yeah. real money these days, right? It's, oh, yeah. You know, it's that's, real, that's real taxpayer dollars to pay for your stuff. Yeah. It's absolutely insane when you think about that. Um, the amount of money now an uh, NFL franchise is. They, you're just not walking in there with a couple of investors. You need some real you know what i mean like people with deep pockets and i don't even know if it's super profitable unless you have a winning team do you think that uh mr shaw is making a whole ton of money in jacksonville oh yeah <laughs> because they have they've got they've got well it's a league revenue split deal all the owners make a split yeah. of the revenue right right so you're not limited to your own team's revenue uh mm-hmm. all the tv right contracts all those things all this stuff's divided 32 ways or however many teams are yeah so that's that's the buy right there, right? That's why it's so the market is so important to them. You know, that's why they're trying to alienate anybody and get as many eyes as they can because that's their dollar. You know, that's that's why I mean right. it's, it's why baseball works, right? It's why Tampa Bay can still have a team. Yeah, you know, hey, they yeah, they, they're a good team. They don't have any fans in the stands, but they're still making money. Yeah. They're not losing money. You know, I told you about that. Attendance. That's right. They were supposed to split it half the games in Montreal, half the games in Tampa a couple of seasons. Actually, it was supposed to be the season that uh, COVID hit. And uh, now, I don't know. I mean, that's a top team in the American League East. I don't know why they can't draw people. You would think with all the retirees down in Florida that baseball would be a hotter ticket than it is. Yeah, you would think so. I don't think Tampa is just – it's a lot of transplants too, though. Yeah. (laughs) Did I explain to you guys? So this is hilarious. Um, I didn't know how to work those QR codes at all. Like you go to the restaurants and in Toronto, it's just everything's on QR codes. Like there's no, like they just want you to do the QR code, right? And I'm there going, all right, pretend you're talking to a Gen Xer, because you are. (laughs) (laughs) Pretend pretend you got to really explain this to like somebody who has no idea what you're talking about here. 
Hey, we, we figured it out eventually, but man, oh man. You figured out how to like open up your camera and point it at it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I thought we had to, I thought you had to download an app. I thought you had to you download to. an app for the QR code. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was way out of your place. <laughs> Before we get into this baseball talk, hey, Brad, shout out for our sponsors there quickly. And then I, I got some serious questions about baseball. Serious questions about baseball? Serious. Our hard-hitting thing of the week. Hard-hitting. Uh, Flyers for always supporting us. We appreciate you guys. Everyone Flyers corner of Woodby in 20, uh, you know, Carver. Going by, see Tony and the crew, get some beer. Tell them we said hello. They'll smooth my balls. Hey. Use www.smoothbyballs backslash guysbeersports.com in order to get 15% off. Hey, your boys will like it. I'm telling you. All right. Especially in the summertime, Sean. Summertime. And also, Bodega Brawl coming out September 10th. Really looking forward to this card game. Uh, I liked uh, that last commercial I just saw there of how to fight using your mind as opposed to just getting a fist in the face. It's, it's awesome. I like that. So, Bodega Brawl coming out September 10th. Andy Mahoney will be coming out September 4th. Talk about it. Looking forward to it. You can find them on Facebook or Instagram. Bodega Brawl. Yeah. Okay, back to baseball. All right. Back to baseball. Jeremy, I'm glad you're here. I, I really do feel sorry for your Indians right now. Two games uh, below 500. What's, Francisco their new name? What's the new name going to be? The, the Guardians. Guardians. The Guardians. Have they started that already? <clears throat> no, not till next year. Um, yeah, not a huge fan. I know, like, it's it's the PC way to go. I don't know. But it, I don't know. It's, it's based you know, yeah. off a bridge, basically. A sculpture on a yeah. bridge. And I get it, but... But it's, isn't that the, the Guardians that are on the towers? Like, you it's have like them a, over the city? It's a big bridge with, like, these yeah. stone, stone Guardians, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will give kudos to them for at least coming up with a name faster than Washington. Yeah. Uh, and the, the thing is funny is earlier in the year, Paul Dolan said, no, we're not changing our name. You know, it might take a couple of years. And then out of nowhere, they're, oh, we're doing the Guardians. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I, personally, I like the Spiders just because of this historical connection. But... Oh, please elaborate because I don't know the historical. Yeah, they used to be called the Cleveland Spiders back in like 1905 or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. It's weird that we're throwing history out like that, too. That just happened in Seattle with our hockey team. Like there used to be the Seattle Metropolitans, and we all Mm -hmm. just kind of assumed that we would go back to that nod of, you know, the history of it. Mm -hmm. Cracking. So are you sad about that? I'm not sad about it. I just, you know, it could have been better. That's just, yeah. So, Jeremy, I have to say something right now to Brad because he jinxed my Jays last weekend. <laughs> and he ended up saying, I just called <laughs> jinx the Jays last weekend when he ended up saying, hey, Seattle's going to go and sweep your team this weekend up the last weekend yeah. we were there. And came darn close. What else did I say? I said sweep and overtake you in the wild card race. Well, you overtaken us. Yes. You've overtaken us because I don't know what is going on with the Jays right now. Like it's like they've fallen apart in this road trip. It's they disgusting. Well, they, they just came back home. That's what happened. Yeah, they came back home. They're playing the Tigers. I mean, Baltimore's coming into town. Maybe we'll get a few games back, but this thing is over. Baltimore just set a record for the most losses, losses. by double digits or something yeah. like that. Right? Yeah. Like some yeah. ridiculous, and ridiculous. 
not very good either. You should no, they're not World Series, really. And and it's just like I don't know, like we we made these trades for these uh these pitchers to come in, you know, like Brad Hand and uh, Mr. Berrios there. Manoa drops a deuce in that game against Washington. He was like rocking it, and then all of a sudden it's like, oops, I don't know how to pitch anymore. Berrios has not done anything, and Hand has lost two games already in this past little bit. Yeah, and now so hit or miss. Oh, it's ridiculous. Really well, you would know because he was in Cleveland for a little for a time there, right? Yeah, yeah. Those relievers, then, I mean, it just seems like they just lose it. I don't know. Where. Have you guys noticed the dip in starting pitching since the Foreign Substance Act kind of came through? Like, mm-hmm. not necessarily early, right? But right about get, inning four or five, the control mm-hmm. starts to dip off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I just think it's interesting. I'm, I don't. I don't want to call shenanigans. I don't think they were doing much that was like influencing. Right. Yeah. But I think it probably gave him some longevity. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, all his other issues aside, Trevor Bauer came out and said that I've been using it for years, like yeah. everybody does. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? That game, that last game in Seattle with those two pitchers going at it there, and they were both at like almost 100 pitches by the fourth or fifth inning. Yeah. That was crazy out there. Going. That was wild. Between the Jays and the uh, the Mariners, both these pitchers are at uh, almost 100 pitches by the fifth inning. And I'm like, yeah. what in the world? Bullpen's getting activated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this year, though, I mean, I, I got to be honest, New York Yankees, you, you never count them out. But when they swept Boston, overtook the wild card, I mean – it's crazy, and I really think it is the Yankees and it's the Athletics are going to be there. Too bad for Marcus Simeon, who decided to sign with the Blue Jays, is going to miss out on a chance yeah, of playing I, the wild Oakland, card with Oakland. Oakland's, Oakland's staggering. They're falling like a mm-hmm. lead balloon right now, just like your Jays are. But um, <laughs> I digress. The, uh, yeah, Oakland. I don't know if Oakland's going to get in or out. I don't know. Houston is a problem. And, you know, well, got, Houston's one of the divisional leaders, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just mean from being in there at the end. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I was assuming, you know, I thought you mean the wild card race. That's just going to win the wild card race. Was yeah, I'm talking about the wild card race right now. It's the Yankees and the uh, and the Athletics, Athletics in there. Yeah, yeah. 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 We'll see. I'm, I'm not even looking at National League because you know it's just like okay, Dodgers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> They're Dodgers. sweeping that all up. It's like, geez, it's not even fair. Especially if Trevor Bauer gets back in now and he can, you know, have a month off in the middle of the season and come back and down into form. Like, man, that's dangerous. As long as he doesn't cut his hand on a drone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, babe. Now we wonder if it was a drone, right? That's the. I don't care. Like, I saw that they dropped the restraining order and all that. Like, Legal issues aside, like if he's found not guilty, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's still messed up. And yeah, like, yeah. It's just the morality of it supersedes the legality of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. And he's just a weird dude. You're just like, man, there's something about you. Like, this could be just the tip of the iceberg with this guy. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like where that Deshaun Watson thing goes for me, too, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. so much smoke. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's a massage therapist union in Houston that's all joined together to conspire against Sean Watson. Maybe, mm-hmm. right? I, mm-hmm. I don't know the answer. But are you saying it's like the Sean Watson Pizza Gate? Listen, 22 is a lot, dude. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. 
If you got 22 is a lot. 22 people yeah. saying some things. Right. One of them might be right. That's just what I keep saying. Right. Yes. Well, Bill, Bill Cosby got on the, out in the technicality. I'm not going to say he didn't do that stuff. Oh, I think we all agree Bill Cosby did do those things. He did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it just goes to show money can do anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a dark. Yeah. And then this day and age with technology and everything's recorded and everything's, you know, there's receipts for everything, right? That's, that's yeah. the, the takeaway of it is, you know, we're never far off. I mean, even you look what happened with that guy in Jeopardy. He was, he's in trouble now and lost his job because of something he said in 2013. Yeah. What the new guy that just hired? Yeah. He didn't make it. He made it, I don't know, a couple of weeks, I guess, but someone found something that he said on a podcast where he was, you know, wow. not great uh, towards women and, See ya. It's funny. I was reading on NFL.com that uh, Aaron Rodgers would have retired from the NFL if he got the job in jeopardy. No kidding. Yeah, I didn't read that he would retire. I read that he would do it because he could fly in and record episodes on like Tuesday, which is like traditionally their day off. Right. And so they record the week. He would fly out of Green Bay to LA on Tuesday, record five episodes, then fly back for practice. Fly back. That's actually smart. Yeah. Yeah. But right now, is it just Miami Bialik then? That's who's uh, going to be the full time host. I don't know what they're doing. Maybe they'll bring A-Rod in and let him do it. Well, no, because she was, yeah, she was the one of the hosts, right? They're going to have yeah. two hosts. Yeah. So she's probably going to take the hosting. You're right. Maybe I, they'll both. Sean, I'm blessed. I'm younger than 45 still. I don't, I don't watch Jeremy. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Listen. With Alex Trebek died of a sad day here in Canada. Okay, I believe sad day. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. Tim and Celine Dion; those are your two. National oh man, does Drake get to that level? Drake's trying. One more album, oh, maybe. And he yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with He's you. Got to have some kind of Titanic smash. And oh, there you overtake. go. Overtake. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, close. It's funny, right? Because the tragically hip, I remember when Gord Downey passed away, that was like a national tragedy. The prime minister even cried when Gord Downey, lead singer of the tragically hip, passed away. But nobody else around the world knows who the tragically hip is. They have no idea. But that's how Canadian they were. Because they were loved. You sell 30 million albums in a country where there's like 30, 36 million people, maybe you got you got the quarter there. You know what I mean? You got a quarter on that. Yeah. Uh, when my that, wife. When, that? when did that happen? What? When he passed away? Yeah. 2017. Okay. Brain cancer. And he was touring all the way up until the end. So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, we love their songs. My wife, funny enough, <laughs> she's American as well. Jeremy, I mean, you, you, you were related through marriage, I guess. So um, just as I'm related to you through marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> don't, don't do it, Brad. I see you. I see you over there. Don't do it. Through, but the thing is, is that she hates to the second power. Or yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but she hates to try to pseudo third cousins or something <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or... Pseudo uncle. Uh, yeah. 
It's a crazy, yeah. But uh, yeah, she hates she hates the tragically hip. She hates Gord Downey's voice, um, the whole entire nine. But I guess it's just an American thing. I don't know. You have to be Canadian, I think, in order to appreciate. So, is that like ketchup chips and exactly like all dressed, all dressed chips? <laughs> it's just. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I'll tell you that I had some all dressed chips this summer. Yeah. And I was like, oh, these like I didn't know what they were at first, and I was like, this is like a really weird barbecue. Like, what is this? Like, oh, it's all dressed. They were on sale, and I was like, hmm. makes sense. Sadler <laughs> with that picture. I'm telling you, that picture just embodied it all with, uh, it has everything in it. Cause like, we don't see what's on the all dressed chips, just all dressed, right? Yeah. But it had, in the, in the American one is like, they're trying to they're trying to show you that it has everything. Like, you know, they have a little vinegar, a little sour cream and onion. <laughs> so it's showing every single thing. And then at the bottom, like this is gonna be the clincher for the sale. Number one selling chip in Canada. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sure they Americans care about that. In case it was terrible. All dress feels like it was like a bet at Lay's at a Lay's staff meeting. <laughs> I'm but just saying what myself. Stuff. What do we do? Yeah. yeah. What do we do with it? <laughs> we'll just blame it on Canada if it's bad. Yeah. It's good. They send to Canada to see if it worked in that day. They're like, holy shit, this works. <laughs> I don't know what to say, guys. I mean, you know, we, we love poutine. We love meat pies, but we call it tortilla here. Uh, <laughs> the French Canadians actually given us quite a lot of this cuisine. And then uh, there's a Lebanese community that came out in Halifax to give us, you guys love the heroes. We love the Donaire. There's Donaire sweet sauce. Donaires are just, they're perfect. They're perfect. After a night of drinking, you want a Donaire, just a sap after the knock, it's a pizza. Mm. And I wish I could say, prove I'm wrong, but you guys have no idea what a Donaire is. Nope. Yeah, so, no, we're good. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're not good. You need a Donaire. <laughs> <laughs> you need one. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> hey. Um, another visitor. Hey. <laughs> what <Well>, Brad. <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> I, start, I, I start the day before everyone else. And so let's see. Everyone's waking up. Yeah, everyone's waking up and getting to it. <laughs> hey. All right. I wanted to jump over quickly to my hypothetical question of the week here. Okay. okay. We'll ask so, first the question you asked me yesterday. Jeremy, this is actually, yeah, this is actually, this is a good one right, right off the start because we did this in the breaking in yesterday. Jeremy, would you rather, would you rather be hit with a hundred mile per hour fastball to the face or a hundred mile per hour slap shot to the face yeah i think we talked about this before uh definitely fastball yeah, yeah. i think that's consensus <laughs> i think there's yeah, just right. more i mean there's more give to it that puck man that would be yeah my oh. thought is there's edges on that puck and it just feels yeah. like slice city yeah i, I mean I the think. puck yeah. yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry to. No, cut no, you no. Off. I just think. I mean, you got the strings on the back on the baseball, but I, like you said, the edges would just tear you up. Mm-mm. 
Well, when I think about the original puck was made out of frozen horse pucky. And then after that, it just became rubber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just kept, you know, like, like, oh my goodness. That thing hit me in the face. And I don't even know how those goaltenders uh, before before the time of the face mask were playing. Mm-hmm. Or even guys today without set, a full no, it is, It's a set of urgency. Like, that's the same. Like, that game wasn't fast enough back then. Like, you had some urgency to protect your face. You were a better goalkeeper without a mask on. You think so? Because Jacques Plante, I think, was the first one in order to get the mask in there because he got yeah, stitched up with the mask that on. You, that's probably where the game started to, like, really develop and slap shots started to get become a thing. You know what I mean? Where like dudes were just teeing off with accuracy. Well, yeah, and and that's what brings I, safety equipment. Right? Yeah, when the game evolves in accuracy. Yeah, like right. There's a, there's there's a big art. There's a big movement now for pitchers starting to do like what they do in softball and wearing face shields. Yeah, yeah. Because someone's gonna. That's not a bad idea. We're not real far now that batters could just. I mean, now we saw. Uh, who was it? Someone or um, gosh dang, what's his name? The kid used to play in Baltimore. Now he plays in San Diego. Uh, he's a Jordan Brand athlete. Manny Machado. Manny Machado hit a ball last night, and they came off the bat at 119 miles an hour. Yes, yes, that's no joke. Right. <laughs> the one that Oakland guy took off his face was like 101. Was the velocity. yeah 101? 18 miles an hour faster, which is substantial. Like there's man. Yeah, but one on one, and his cheek was fractured. I mean, I don't yes, know what else. The amount saying, of blood. Think about eighteen yeah. miles an hour faster in that same right. spot. Like that's oh. even more devastating. Yeah, not far off from you know. I mean, it's it's rare that you see someone take one like that. But even man, you know, I played beer league softball for a while, and like man, those pitchers were throwing like lobbing the ball up, and then like yeah. backpedaling into a defensive stance immediately. Right. This to All defend right. themselves because right. yeah, you know that's, oh, that's real. Crazy. That's real speed. Yeah, I I'm just amazed at how like, like when you're saying about the evolution of the sport, right? Because like back in the day with hockey with the wooden sticks, and you still had a guy like Al McKinnis getting a hundred and something miles per hour on a slap shot, right? On a wooden stick. Now with these carbon these mm-hmm. carbon uh, sticks that they're making. Where you see the bend in the stick, mm-hmm. you know that that's getting some extra oomph onto that thing. You know, yeah. I I don't even know. Like that's crazy. And now with baseball, because I'm certain, no matter no matter what you think, right? These guys are getting jacked in order to play. Except for maybe I'm, I, you know, I was about to say something really bad. I'm gonna just gonna edit this right out off if I and it comes out. But you know, you you do have the odd guy that looks like you know he's still got you know likes to eat his muffins in the morning. I don't know, you know what I mean? But, yeah, but that guy's <laughs> power though, right? That's yeah, yeah, natural, right. <laughs> You know, like they like they have the muffins in the morning and just smack a ball here. But the thing is, is that these guys can hit that ball at some mm-hmm. crazy speeds now. It's it's insane. Well, that's right? one of the reasons why it, I think there's such an emphasis on NFL players not targeting it above the neck and shoulders anymore. I mean, you think about like uh, I was reading the other day this about like the size that that guys used to be, mm-hmm. you know, and how fast they ran. You're talking about you had safeties who were 5'10, 5'11, 180 pounds, right? Which is yeah, fun. they're running four eights, which is four sevens. Which is now slow. You safeties that are running four, 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 five. Yeah, exactly. 
you know, and that's the, that's not a small change in velocity. Mm-hmm. Right. And you got guys this, and then they practice all year round. They're not working at car dealerships. They're not working, you know, they're not dragging sleds and flipping tires anymore. Right. You know, they're training to do that. Live reps are a thing like, man, you've got to at some point start adding protection in when the game starts to evolve like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's amazing though, because it's like, who, who was the first one that would sit there and say, this is the way we're going to change training. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, the first time a superstar gets hurt. The first time a superstar gets oh, hurt. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be lining up. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, well, I think a lot it of just it is, they play if that dude much. from the A's would have been an ace pitcher, right? Yeah. If he'd have been the number one somewhere or he'd have been, you know, the face of the franchise, we'd be hearing you even louder. But that mm-hmm. was that shit was scary watching it happen. Like absolutely. Man, that's the real it was it was horrifying to see that, you know. It's just like wow. But like that's that's the thing though. I mean, I remember in the NHL when all of a sudden they introduced dry land training. Right, because it was just like ice training, then dry land training. But now you're getting into a whole new realm of like training. It, it just seems like training is just evolving and evolving and evolving, and just making these like athletes that much more um, potent in order in, in their sport. You know what I mean? Like now, all of a sudden, it's like you have to really be concerned at what this person is now capable of it's it's crazy you know like what when when you when you when you think about the malice and the palace and these guys are teeing off these indiana indiana patient guys are teeing off on some fans you know they could kill a fan mm-hmm. and then all i'm thinking is like it, well in, they didn't in hockey, net, they, like i mean if you know anything about that pacers team they were famous for some parking lot altercations also. So I think yeah. they had that year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the year Steven Jackson got ran over and Jamal Tinsley's car had nine bullets in it. Yeah. It's crazy. That's I, there's crazy. a Netflix documentary too. Right? There is. I, I just watched it recently, but yeah, I don't think it was like, it came out 10 days ago. So yeah. sometime in the last 10 <laughs> <Yeah>. days. <laughs> I don't think it was Jermaine O'Neal going and almost knocking off that fan's head, right? And all uh, yeah, he, he did didn't. knock him off. No, but he slipped. Off. He slipped and he ended up falling, <laughs> right? Because it needs to be connection. That boy is that that man is in the hospital. That boy mm-hmm. had enough just with a slip punch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like that's that's that. Can you imagine an athlete now? Like I remember back in the 80s, I think it was. Well, I would argue though, Tiger now can't fight as well as they used to be able to. They are. I don't know. Tiger. 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 Yeah. The Tiger Ted Williams, who ended up going up a Boston player, ended up going into the stands, took off Buddy's shoe, and just started smacking him in the head with his shoe, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you got some some guys that can still fight. But I'm just saying, like, predominantly. Ty Domi. Oh, this is. I'm I'm talking about whatever. This is in the, like, you know, late 70s, early 80s. Ty Domi. We're making the way back machine again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, uh, just, just, let me make, make, let me, let me, let me make my comparison here. Ty Domi ended up grabbing a fan that was all lippy and everything with the, uh, the uh, the Bay Street bullies because you know, Bay Street's a street here in Toronto, and he ended up smacking them around, right? But now I'm thinking, if any of these guys, even though you're saying, like in the NHL, if a Tom Wilson were to grab a fan, if Tom Wilson were to grab a fan and smack him around, or Zdeno, the Big Z, can you imagine Zdeno Chara grabbing a fan? 
Yeah. You know who I'm but talking about, Brad? You know who I'm talking about? There's more, there's more Meathead fans walking around now, too, than there was before either, right? Yeah, like, that's a good point. Okay. There'll be, so there'll be Z- some, you might be you might Z- catch the wrong guy. That would be that would be a bit. Even Z is the wrong guy. That guy is sick. Although he's the most nicest guy, from what I understand. Uh, the most nicest guy. Uh, but this guy's 6'8", 6'10", on skates. Mm-hmm. And he's made hockey players look like little children. You know, <laughs> when he's in a fight with them, he makes them look like children. Can you imagine that guy going in the fan? I I can't imagine now. Like even though you're saying that some of these guys don't know how to fight, they're still uh, they pretty much physical specimens. They don't let them fight as much anymore. There's not as skilled as they have been. Right. I want to ask a question, uh, Jeremy. Jeremy, we know that you uh, professionally are a videographer, right? And so you've mm-hmm. done a lot of sporting events. What mm-hmm. would be like? How do you think you would handle the malice of the palace if you were on the sideline running camera? Mm-hmm. I like this question. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, you're trained to just put your camera down and kind of step away, yeah. I guess. Uh, but the best stories come when you don't. Though, I right? know, Isn't I know. That that's true. Right. Live outside your viewfinder kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would probably do that, to be honest with you. I would step back where I could find some kind of safety corner yeah. if I could yeah, yeah. and probably just see what I can capture. Because yeah. you never know. I mean, it could change my career. They could fire me, but I could be like, yeah, man, I captured that. Let's yeah. go do it. They might lose a job. You'd get right. Them. Right. Then all right. of a sudden you're in a documentary and you're yeah, talking yeah, exactly. about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think I would stop recording. I don't think I would. I've gotten plowed over. Fire flight is, yeah. though, right? I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. You got you got plowed over, eh? Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting sideline. You kind of get. Yeah. Well, you're going to. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just sit back up and. Do what you can do. See what okay, you got. Question. Who who is the hardest one diving into? I don't know if you can even maybe even physically like mentally think about okay, register. What was the worst one that happened? Uh I mean it's only happened like maybe once or twice. So oh, which one gave you the most nervousness where you're like, man, yeah. Man. Uh, you have any close calls where you're like, whew. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Probably just someone in summer league, like a jetty or something, where you just kind of barrels through the, and you're like, whoa, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the refs backing up, and you know, just one of those. Yeah. Did you ever go work summer league games? Yes. Yeah, twice. Yeah. yeah. Summer did, league's on my bucket list. Yeah, I did Vegas and Utah. We were, did yeah. both one year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I just watched summer league. It was back on after a year hiatus, and I was mm-hmm. like, man, like it's I gotta get cool. there now. It's pretty yeah, cool. It is I mean, cool. you got you got regular stars sitting sideline that just come to watch all these kids play, and they play hard, and yeah. there's just game after game after game. Yeah, that's what I like about it. It's a high-level AAU tournament. Right, exactly. Center, right. right. Yeah. So true. So true. Yeah. It's, it's Man, it's a lot of fun. I'm going to be there. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, depending on the state of the world, like it's on my list to go next year. I've been putting it yeah. off for five, ten years. Like, oh, next year, next year, next, you know, yeah. having kids and all that kind of stuff gets away, and now I'm in the yeah. spot where I go. And, yeah, but I was going to try and go in 2020, and the world stopped. And then this year was just I didn't I didn't catch that it was picking up that it was going to go live until it was too late for to try uh, to get there and you know whatever. But next year, man, like I got to get there. Yeah, I think Vegas would be the better one because there's just yeah. uh, it's UNLV and then there's yep. two stadiums and you can just bounce. Right? There's yeah. there's a couple of different uh, courts in each spot too, right? So there's mm-hmm. kind of a, there's always what I understand there's a game going. 
And there's another one right And then another one starts at the half, right? Mm-hmm. So there's always games kind of overlapping themselves. And, yep. you know, and the NBA is really got to drive this year, too, to pick up the, you know, the, the, number, the first round draft picks are playing for the, you know, recently they have been, but previously not, right? And right. So you're seeing like the Kate Cunningham, Jalen Green yep. battle yep. and all that stuff. It'd be cool just to see that stuff live and yeah, in person, yeah. kind of in an unfiltered environment. Right. Yeah. And normally those so, top three guys don't play. Yeah. 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 The last couple of years we've seen it though. That's crazy. Yeah. Seeing that dunk from that Portland kid. I'm going to miss Brown, Tony Brown, Gary Brown, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Off the, the JR Ryder yeah. East Bay Funk dunk in a game. That's so yeah. crazy. Yeah. So. Hey, have you been paying attention to some of the Raptors guys that they end up coming out in the summer league? There's a uh, precious, precious Williams. Nobody's paying attention to the Raptors. No, no. Honestly, <laughs> not, yeah. nope. All I know is they well, lost Lowry. That's all. Yeah, not since Kyle. You're absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That was like okay. Well, yeah, I think he took Pascal's his talent over now. to South Beach. Huh? Is that Pascal's your boy now? Oh. You know, the Raptors are looking at this right now with Pascal Siakam, the amount of money they gave him. I'm sure, like, I'm glad we kept Masai Ujiri, right? He ended up signing back. He's got a good eye for talent. He's he's made, that was a great call in order to make that trade for DeMar Rosen for um, Kawhi Leonard for right now, one championship, right? Um. Yeah, that's yeah, an interesting I mean, question, though, right? It, this is, you know, would you rather your franchise trade for a shot at one championship, or would you rather them try to build a perennial winner? We all knew. We all knew as soon as DeMar was still. Well, I'm, I know, I understand. Happen, right? we, knew, we knew what it was, but as a yeah. fan base, like, what do you think is... No, know, I don't think so, because it's just like... fantastic, so, right? But being competitive... Yeah, is, but, but that's... Okay, so... In America, you could definitely do that, okay? But being a Canadian franchise and in a Canadian team, there's a lot of people here that think that there is some sort of conspiracy that no American, an American TV, an American um, uh, other franchises do not want to see a Canadian team win a championship that is usually held by an American team. So when this happens, they feel that, of course, you know, the networks are upset because they're not getting as much um, viewership because it's the Raptors or the Blue Jays that are in that finals. So, yes, we believe that there is a huge conspiracy against Canadian teams because if we win anything, nobody's watching and then they get pissed. Okay. Mm -hmm. Forget about the taxes. (laughs) Forget about the Crazy taxes is telling me that there's a giant that the owners aren't letting the the talent go to Canada because they don't want them to win. No, I'm saying that the talent is not coming to Canada because there's no franchise dollars. They know they're going to be taxed. You're walking into winter. You're walking into winter nine months out of the year. Okay. Why do you think? Why do you think the New York? Hey, hey. Why do you think the New York Knicks cannot sign anybody? Because you're walking into a cold ass area. No, I disagree. Because they have James Dolan as an owner. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that one. I mean, even unless at Cleveland, we think the same thing. When it's Cleveland and. Golden State in the finals. We're thinking like everybody's rooting for Golden State or whatever. That wasn't the case, but because they want New yeah. York and LA, they want the Knicks. Yeah, but you had a generational talent on your team. 
like yeah. a generational talent. Yeah, we I had a that. generational talent on our team for one season. And you won. Were we hoping we could sign him for longer? Got Absolutely. Paying 45% tax bracket and yeah. came back to the United States. Well, here was my thing is that most if you're if you're a good organization and you're coming into a Canadian branch team, okay, to be competitive, you need to pay those taxes back to these athletes. Because these are outrageous taxes over here, okay? You guys think you guys get taxed. You don't know what tax is until you come oh, to Canada. I, I live close enough to know. You know? Yeah, but you guys are at 8%. 8%. No. It's like, ooh. 8%. That's a, ooh. No. 8% <laughs> is a sales, a sales tax, bro. Yeah, it's not a yeah, state. Yeah. It's not an income tax. You're not paying forty percent on a sales tax. No, that's crazy. you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Up here, could we have harmonized? Harmonized. And right now, I'm in Ontario, and I'm feeling like reprieve because it's that thirteen percent. When I was in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and I'm sorry, I love you guys in Halifax. Great place. Seventeen percent. As much as a freaking tip is. <laughs> Yeah, pay for that road maintenance somehow. Mm. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, though, is that you have to you have to sit there and, and like income tax. Forget about it because you have the federal and whatever province that you're in, right? Yeah. So you have to you have to be able to sit there and at least give that money back to these athletes. So whenever I hear Americans complain about taxes, I always chuckle a little bit because you really don't know what taxes are. I get it, though. I think to a certain extent, though, they have to understand the more money to make, the harder it's going to hurt with taxes and all that. I mean, these guys aren't struggling. Like, no, no. If I love Toronto and I wanted to go play for Toronto, sure, I'd think about the tax. That would suck, but I'm yeah. still making Well, they're still, they're still paying the here. tax. They right. still pay the tax to the government. It's just right. that the organization gives them the tax backs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, we understand what you're saying, but that doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, New York's got a high tax yeah. market. Yeah, so it's LA. Yeah. Plus, you're paying the same. You're paying rent, right? You're paying the cost mm-hmm. of living expenses, all those things. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you'll hear every but, once in a while, like the you know Florida, we have a no state tax, right? Right. Washington is a no state tax. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Alberta. Alberta is the only one. You'll have, just have to pay the goods and service tax because it's a federal tax. So Alberta has no sales tax. Yeah. But they're also cowboys there, too. <laughs> Real he live was, cowboys. He's been saving up all these conspiracy theories for the last <laughs> We had a whole month off. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, hey, I did want to bring up... So, um, in the NHL... There's some few trades that ended up happening. Hey, Columbus, I don't know what you're going to look like. Patrick Lane, the end of signing, that's great. Leafs, I, I, I don't I, know. I, I interrupt you. How terrible is Is it normal for the draft picks to go back to school? No, no that's bad, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. Three of them I know exactly what you're talking school, about. Right? They're like, man, yeah. I want to play in Buffalo. When yeah. Go back to college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's bad, buddy. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's bad. That's terrible. And that's Buffalo's, right? Buffalo's yeah. number one. The number one overall yeah. picks, like man. Yeah, yeah. Michigan. That's bad. Like, I, there's no other way to say it. That's horrifying. That just tells you what kind of draft class this was. So, or what kind of organization Buffalo has? But 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or that as well. But uh, no, that's bad. That's bad. I've never heard of that. Um, usually, if you're a number one guy, you're going out there and you're playing for a season. You know, like how much money does the number one overall pick in hockey make? What's their well? I mean, you're year? probably looking at about a mill a season right now for the first three to four, and then all of a sudden you get the sign, right? So you're making decent cash. It's not like, yeah, you know, it's not life changing. Well, for you and me, and the rest of us, it's life-changing money. But I mean, as an athlete, it's not life-changing, right? But, uh, you know, it also, you're the guy that they've invested in Say, hey, you're going to lead this organization. But the thing is that Buffalo already said this. They've had the first, the top five, or at least in the top 10 for the past um, 17 seasons or something like that. They're in the top 10. And you still can't build anything off of that? That's a horrible organization. That's why I don't even know leveraging the city because they know there's no pro sports in Buffalo outside of them. You're mixing sports now. You're talking about my Bills and all of a sudden the Sabres. It's two different sports. sports. That's the way it works. (laughs) They look at their competitors in that market and they're like, oh, yeah, the Sabres are our competitors. Yeah, we're going to leverage (laughs) you. I am so sorry about uh, Columbus losing John Tortorella, but I'm sure that your next coach over here, he looks actually pretty decent. Mm-hmm. You signed up Patrick Liney. I thought that was a good signing there. Um, I was actually curious about that one. I didn't think it was going to happen, but you know, I think like he wanted to be here. No, I know, but when you get moved right mid-season, stuff like that, so give him give him a whole season and see what happens. You know, because you're going into a whole new organization, you don't know what to expect. He was already on the decline, though, right away. So it's interesting. Um, Henrik Lundqvist is calling it a career. And uh, I was really rooting for this guy. So do you remember he got bought out by the New York Rangers last season and then ended up going over to Washington because uh, the Capitals lost uh, what's-his-face there. It ended up going to Vancouver, and I can't remember his name right now really embarrassing and it's only because i've already had three beer but uh <laughs> but they lost him and so they brought him over and then he had some heart issues right and he had to have a heart valve transplant and uh he was trying to make a comeback in july he was doing workouts and everything i guess the workouts was just not it was causing him to have issues so he's calling it a career um isn't he 17 years in though yeah yeah, it's a long time to play. It is a long time. It's not like he just came and went. But the thing is that, you know, Mike Richter at least got one Stanley Cup with the New York Rangers in 94, right? This guy's got no Stanley Cups. He's going away. He's going away sixth overall in wins. I mean, <laughs> that's not a chump. You know, that's not chump change. Sixth overall in wins, no Stanley Cups. Yeah. He's the that's only because he played for the Rangers. Huh? He's the Patrick Ewing of hockey. You know, that's a great, that's that's a good a good, yeah, I like that. Wow. Your fifth favorite sports coming into uh, a, lot of, yep. a lot of knowledge here. Here we go. <laughs> Might move into a tie for fourth. We'll see. I know. We have a one-on-one question before we let go of Jeremy and we get out of here. Okay. I thought you had a. I thought you had a. Uh, a would you rather? I thought we were going that way. I already did that. We did that. Then. No, you did the one you did yesterday for Jeremy. Uh, all right, all right. I got. You another said one. it was good. Let's hear it. Let's close. It, it is good. It is yeah. good. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Okay. 
Would you rather? Would you rather be hunted down by Daniel Chara on the ice after something that you just did, or have to tackle Derrick Henry? Have to tackle Derrick Henry for sure, because I'm going to fail at it. But I'm going to at least walk away with like not a concussion or a broken bone. Have you seen Daniel Chara? I mean, he's a massive. Yeah, listen, I agree. <laughs> First of all, I can't skate, so that's going to be a short hunt. Yeah. Well, I can skate. I played hockey, and I know how bad that would hurt. Yeah. To be terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'd rather uh, initiate the violence than yeah have the violence initiated on me. Right. Then you know it's like you know how much you can give it, and yeah. Yeah. I don't think I want anything to do with Daniel Chara. Um, I have to agree with you. I think I would go try to tackle Derek Henry as well. Not going to go. I'm probably going to get old Heisman to face. Those are both terrible things. (laughs) Man. All right. Is is that where we're ending on there? We have a one-on-one question here from your bread. No, I think think we'll end it right there. Yeah? All right. Boy, oh, boy. It was so good to be back in the driver's seat. Jeremy, thank you so much for coming out, my man. Uh, Always a good time. Always Always a good time. It is yeah. fun, man. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. Kids, till next time, be good or be good at it. Right out. You've listened to the podcast, but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week and join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.